0: wrong the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love and we're your hosts shelby and matt
1: yes yes (laughs) (laughs) we're back
0: Yes, we're just strung out on the holiday weekend. But yes. yes,
1: yes, we're recording this on Labor Day. I just got back from Wisconsin. I am like barely in touch with pop culture. I was like I scrambling to try to pull together the dregs for the for this episode.
0: <laughs> I feel like it was a pretty a pretty s- quiet week on the pop. culture Everyone was front. on
1: vacation. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That adds up.
1: The celebs were on vacation. There was Mm -hmm. literally no new movies that came out this week, which is sort of weird to me that no one would release on Labor Day, which feels like it has to be a weekend that people go to movies because everybody has days off. But no, no new movies, no new TV shows, no new nothing. It was a dull week.
0: I know, sort of disappointing after our our shebang last week, which uh, if any of you missed it, was the moment we've all been waiting for where Matt and I got to unpack Taylor Swift's new album, Lover, with my other podcast, um, Swiftish. So that was fun, right, Matt?
1: Yeah, it was a moment. <laughs> I had to listen to that whole 18 18- Track-long album several times. (laughs) Have I listened to it again since? No. Will I ever listen to some of those songs again? Prayers to Jesus that I won't.
0: (laughs) Okay, we have you on record liking quite a few of those songs, so...
1: Yeah, there was also some duds in the mix. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and also, guys, nobody left us a review this week, which, like, Mm. come on. I I listened to the whole Taylor Swift album, and none of you could even (laughs) give me kudos on They're apple Podcasts, shock, like yeah truly i deserve a nobel peace prize <laughs> let alone a five-star <laughs> r- review
0: but now is your moment to make up for it so you can definitely find us on apple podcasts and just uh scroll all the way down and write a review leave your five-star ratings fingers crossed and uh let us know what you think
1: yes and you can also follow us on social media at ps we are on instagram and twitter and facebook and we have gmail at you wrong at gmail.com and some people have been sending us really nice notes uh, that I have been responding to via email so oh. let us know and we'll uh, get back to you or if you have a question that you want like addressed on the podcast of course bring that up as well and we'll talk about mm-hmm. it on the air mm-hmm.
0: for sure for sure but should we get into this week's um madness I guess it, it was pretty it wasn't madness though it was just <laughs> a sleeper this week's, of a week. like
1: yes <laughs> yeah. the snoozy dregs of information yeah. <laughs> that we can bring up um i have a sort of interesting story i feel like to bring to people's attention oh, that yeah, i'm not yeah. sure if everyone has is aware of did you watch the tv show the oa at all on netflix
0: <laughs> i watched season one
1: Okay, so there's this TV. I ha- I didn't watch either season. There's this show on Netflix called The OA. Mm-hmm. It had two seasons. I think it's somewhat like sci-fi. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was pitched as sort yes. of Stranger Things for adults, and it's about this girl who dies and and like she realizes there's a way to enter another dimension. She just has to find these five um signs or something, and she comes back to life. And she's trapped by this madman and And they have to learn this, um, I don't remember what they call it, but there's a lot. Phyllis from The Office is in it. It's a weird show. Lots of people loved it. Lots of people hated it. But um, there was a season two.
1: Yes. And supposedly it was very confusing, a very heady show, like (laughs) very complicated. People in my office were talking about it like, well, I don't really understand it, but I really enjoy (laughs) it. So the show runs two seasons on Netflix and gets canceled, which Netflix has been doing recently. Mm -hmm, They've mm -hmm. been taking shows that seemingly have been getting good reviews, have a lot of buzz about them and canceling them for some reason. But it's hard for us to really know why they're canceling things because they don't release numbers of how many people download their shows. So like when American Vandal got canceled, I was really upset and I thought that it was doing well. A lot of people were talking about it on Twitter, but maybe they weren't. Maybe it just cost too much money or something, but anyways, they canceled it. So they canceled the OA and people were upset about it, as people are when shows get canceled. But mm-hmm. this show, despite the fact that it did not have that much of a following when it was airing, has <laughs> a insane following now that it has been canceled. And the lengths that the fans have gone to to try to get this resurrected are <laughs> crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> First off, have you heard about any of these? No.
0: Things that people I've, I've have been doing? I've it from my mind since season 1, so I'm excited to hear.
1: So, first off, people funny. have been just doing like general tweets and protests. So, mm-hmm. I guess there's some aspect of the show where people do some kind of like strange choreograph, not really dance, but like a tai chi-ish oh, yeah. kind yeah. of thing. So, oh, groups yeah. of people have been performing this weird, like, choreographed sequence in a variety of places, including outside Netflix's headquarters and also in front of Trump Tower for some reason. (laughs) Just, like, dozens of people who have learned this weird, like, dance step routine without music, and then and it involves yelling and kind of, like, thrusting your body in various (laughs) uh, postures. So people have been performing this. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So you can look this up online if you want to watch like normal looking people just like shrieking and doing weird (laughs) Tai Chi in front of Trump Towers. Things have gotten stranger, though. So then they decided what's the next best course. They need to buy a billboard in Times Square for hashtag save the OA, which costs millions of dollars. So Uh I don't know where these people pooled their money together, but somehow they got enough money to buy a billboard in Times Square. (laughs) And then just to top it all off, some woman is doing a hunger strike outside of the Netflix building and has been <laughs> doing it for like a week now. Like she has been standing outside of the Netflix building, not eating. And I read this article where they interviewed her and she was like, yeah, I've never really done a protest before. I've never real I've never done a hunger strike, but like Gandhi went 20 some days on a hunger strike. So I'm just going to like <laughs> stay out here and see how it goes. Like, Truly ludicrous that people like this random TV show so much to go on a hunger strike. I would not have hunger struck for The Sopranos, and that is... (laughs) (laughs) like the greatest achievement in tv history
0: that doesn't surprise me though like given the uh, themes um of the show and imagining what audience that show would then draw i'm not like shocked to hear that they are the sort of people who would be that let's say delusional so that is really delightful to hear. I I have very fond memories of hate watching the season finale of season 1 and them doing that final the dance because the whole season's building up to them learning these <laughs> these movements and they're waiting for the final piece. They can't figure out the final piece and then in the midst of a of an attempted school shooting, like spoiler alert, they finally um find this movement and rob and i will often jokingly make that movement so that is pretty funny and i am definitely going to be googling those videos because that is too much
1: so you know if i guess if you want your show not canceled just hunger strike and buy a billboard although (laughs) i don't think netflix has responded in any way so we'll see maybe (laughs) she'll just drop dead outside of the Uh, netflix headquarters
0: that is so funny like how long do you think she'll last
1: I don't know. She's gone like longer than I've ever gone without eating. So
0: <laughs> so like 12 hours or?
1: No, she, like multiple days.
0: No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a burn.
1: Oh, uh... yeah. Me like about four hours and I'm like, where's the food?
0: <laughs> well, that is some good story time. Thank you for sharing with the class. I mm-hmm. love that. I have some news. Um, Kim Kardashian finally renamed her Shapewear brand. Um, oh, yes. We talked about it before. It was called Kimano until people were like, wow, that's really not a great name for it. And so she took some time to herself to like listen to her fans and like regroup and replan. And the name she came up with is Skims. Because, <laughs> you know... Kim is in the word, and it and skim is sort of like, you know, a film on top of like a pond or like a skim on top of, you know, a wound. so it it's like shape where it goes on top of a body. And so, you know, it's called skims now. So that's fun. She um also re-released like some promotional photos because previously she'd been sort of torn apart for only featuring very skinny, beautiful, just models wearing shapewear that they don't actually need. So it doesn't really prove if the shapewear works. And so here she goes with a lot more of a diverse crowd showing the different um, skin tones that she's going to be featuring. But in the weirdest twist possibly, um, and just speaking to the bonkers world that is Kim Kardashian, she featured Alice Marie Johnson, who she helped free from prison because of a unfair marijuana sentence and kim kardashian as we know is studying to be a lawyer and she's said that she's become passionate about the um, criminal justice system and so the alice case was sort of her first big foray into um, criminal justice and since then she's been like oh yeah I'm going to help these ex-convicts find jobs. I'm, like, supportive of this. This is a passion. This is an interest to me. So people were sort of, like, uncomfortable with Alice Marie Johnson being tapped to be in this promotional uh, video about her new brand line, Skims, because it felt sort of, like, I don't know, like, a little bit dirty to kind of have Kim be, like, I'm for the people. Like, I'm doing this good thing. I want to support these women, these people who've been in prison wrongfully, and then turn around and have them be like, okay, time for you to put more money in my pocket, like be the face of my campaign. And of course, we hope that Alice was paid. She's an agent under herself. She has the freedom to do what she will with her time. But it is just sort of funny optics, especially when uh, the interview Alice did on camera for the stunt, she was like, talking about being in prison and how how being freed was so precious to her and she was like it was just such a moment to be free to feel free and she's like and this shapewear helps me feel free too (laughs) because you know she gets to go in and try on clothes and and feel pretty so it's just an interesting um sort of a funny twist and uh, there were lots of jokes on twitter about um kim kardashian's work program and, and the, the way she'll be handling these ex-cons she's promised to give jobs to so
1: this makes a lot of sense to me i don't understand why you're <laughs> throwing shade on it the woman was in prison she comes out is looking for work kim is like oh You can have a job modeling for me. And also (laughs) when you're in jail, those, those uniforms are very unattractive and they really do not, yeah, make (laughs) accentuate your figure. So going from that to kim kardashian shapewear seems like a good choice you know you want to get out of jail start your life again and what better way to create your new life than you know like a new you with kim's skims shapewear (laughs) the thing that i have an issue with is that every time i see the word skims i just think of skim milk which feels like a weird link to the shapewear
0: yeah it's a weird name it's it seems like If she wanted Kim in the name somehow, there has to be other words in the English language that could better capture the energy she's looking for because, yeah, skim just doesn't seem like an attractive word. It's not something you want, like, on your person. So it's a weird choice, but I'm proud of her for at least uh, listening to her many Twitter (laughs) Twitter fans who told her maybe not to culturally appropriate again. So...
1: Uh, Also in the world of Kim Kardashian news, she posted a picture on Instagram this week of Mm. what appears to be a track list for a new Kanye West album that is a uh, spiritual themed and could it be based on Kanye's Sunday services that he has been running it's sort of these like worship events where there's like music and he kind of like goes on rants. Brad Pitt was at <laughs> one this past week. So, you know, they're building up some traction. Kanye has a new album possibly coming out. I don't think it's been confirmed yet though. So I am hyped for this because I was one of six people who liked his last album and, <laughs> and I'm ready for this waiting with my fingers crossed that this actually happens. Unlike that supposed album that was coming out like a mm, year ago and right, then was yeah. just never released.
0: So, I mean, it does seem like it's going to be Sunday service. That's his new focus. That's what he's passionate about, interested in. So are you going to join his church if he, if he creates one, or are you going to become a Kanye <laughs> saint?
1: Look, if he builds one in New York <laughs> City, I will be there. At least initially yeah. to scope it out. We'll have to see how cold it is. Of course, but, of course. You know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How culty, what do you mean? I mean, it's just Kanye ranting and singing his own songs, you know talking about Jesus for well, a I'm all afternoon
1: I'm in on that. I'm not in on like <laughs> if we all have to move to some like commune together or if I have to like drink <laughs> to some weird solutions or mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. take an extra wife or something that's a yeah, that's a no go yeah. for me, but
0: okay, well, I'm glad you have your limits, but yes. Is Kanye still active on social media or has he kind of um, has Kim taken away his phone or something?
1: I think he has. It came
0: from Kim, right?
1: Yes, it came from Kim. He has been much quieter on social media. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if he still has it or not. But yes, mm-hmm. his rants have been few and <laughs> far between in the past several months. So okay. hopefully he's, he's in a better place, you know?
0: Yeah, that's all we can hope for. Going off of something we talked about last week, which was the Disney Plus um, monolith and what's going to be coming out of that, they also just announced that they will be running their series week to week instead of releasing all episodes all at once. So it'll be more of the um, Hulu method than Netflix. So I don't know. How do we feel about that? Do you like binging? Do you like the excitement of having a week to week discourse?
1: I think, I guess this makes sense coming from the people who have Hulu that they would run Disney Plus in the same method. Because like Handmaid's Handmaid's Mm Tale is released week to week. Right. I I guess I don't particularly care that much other than the fact that I do like when you have a big cultural show that is a moment. Mm -hmm. I like the week to week rollout so that you can talk with people, you know, for several months about Mm -hmm. it and really have that conversation like be going Week to week, like Game of Thrones and then Big Little Lies this summer, I thought were fun because each week you can go into the office and be like, hey, did you watch this over the weekend and then talk about whatever that moment is and speculate where with like Stranger Things, which is a show that I love that was in the conversation for about all of five days when everybody had <laughs> finished it and then people moved on and there was no real yeah. conversation of like oh what do you think about the cliffhanger in episode three or whatever because people mm-hmm. were most people were binging straight through or if they did stop they were stopping at different places than other people at different times so, so it doesn't have that same like momentum I guess the same build so I like I like that yeah. somebody else is going week to week and that that is a model that it would appear will be still dicking around because i was sort of worried that with all of these streaming platforms that we might just lose that all together and maybe like hulu Mm. and hbo would switch over to a binge model but i'm glad that that's not happening
0: i know it's sort of like i like i think about it a lot in context of like lost which was a show i loved and was like always a weekly event and lost itself had its you know it's a very complex show there's a lot that goes into it and so people would be making like on wiki pages, like making theories and looking for clues and symbols and unpacking a lot in a single episode. And yeah, aside from like Game of Thrones, there's not really been as many cultural moments like that, that um, people can really dig into and care about because it's always been like, uh, just like wanting more and more and more and just getting it over with almost. So it's cool, but I'm also like, well, it's Disney Plus. So it's like, what do we think they'll have like quality shows that will stand the test of time, like Game of Thrones, like Lost, or will it just sort <laughs> of be like Disney Channel, you know?
1: Well, I think that they'll have good quality material. My question mm-hmm. is more so with this PG 13 rating. Yeah what exa- what types of shows they're going to have because exactly. <laughs> I feel like most things that are popular right now on television would not fit in that. I mean, even something that's yeah. on basic cable, I'm not sure if that could be aired on Disney+. Plus. I feel like it, it's going to have yeah. to be like a network television level or younger. Mm. So I just don't know. I mean, like, would even something like Criminal Minds, like that feels like that wouldn't yeah. air on Disney+. Plus? So... I, I
0: don't even think Lost could air on Disney Plus Yeah, because there's uh, <laughs> too much innuendo or swearing or right. something.
1: So it's tricky to kind of think about what's going to be on there and will that be able to attract an adult demographic to it. I was talking mm. with a bunch of my family members over the weekend who have kids and they were sort of saying like, oh, you seem down on Disney Plus in your on your podcast. And also like, well, we are clearly going to get it because it's all this Disney content and it's not that much more expensive than Netflix. And isn't disney's stuff better than netflix's stuff and in a lot of cases yeah but i think that netflix has is able to have this like adult content where if disney plus is just bringing us like you know kids stuff i don't know how many like 30 something 40 something year old people who don't have kids are going to be buying into that
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, my husband's really excited about The Mandalorian. So <laughs> we'll see if that enthusiasm stays through the premiere where they're just like, oh, gosh, Dolly, like, nah, man, just <laughs> got to go fight, I guess. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure we'll both get it. So,
1: yes, <laughs> I'll watch it. We'll report back whenever it gets up to yeah. running. <laughs> The only other story that I had, which I found slightly interesting, is that uh, news came out this week that Richard Linklater, who is the director behind the movie Boyhood, will be doing a version of the <laughs> musical Merrily We Roll Along, which is not a musical that I'm really familiar with, but he Me wants either. it to be starring Ben Platt, who was in Pitch Perfect, and Dear Evan Hansen, and then Beanie Feldstein from. Uh, Booksmart and Lady Bird which feels like a good casting choice to me like those are people that people like but the weird thing about this news is that he is planning on shooting the movie over a 20 year span all of what he did with boyhood only instead of 8 years it's 20 years so yeah. I just don't know if either of those people are going to be the least bit famous in 20 years and also like a 20 year movie project is a long time. Like he could die a cast. <laughs> and we're going you know, there's like a lot of, a lot could go wrong. You and I think
0: variables.
1: Yeah. And I think boyhood was sort of like an extreme example, just being eight years, let alone 20, you know, I'll be mm-hmm. what, like almost 50 years old when this comes out. So <laughs> that feels like a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, will you we still even be doing this podcast? How are we going to revisit it, you know? Uh, <laughs> we'll do a reunion show. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> I solemnly swear that we will come back to do a reunion show of Merrily We Roll <laughs> yeah. on the slim off yeah. chance that we don't have a, this podcast going in 20 years. Yeah.
0: So. I mean, it's even like, ball. Like, who knows what our planet will be like, what, what our video materials will be like like how how can he control twenty years you know how can he guarantee that our society will be the same and, and anyone will care to watch this but I guess that's part of the part of the uh the pretentiousness the drama of it all is just seeing if it can get made.
1: What if Beanie Feldstein gets Me Too'd at some point in the next <laughs> twenty years? Like it could happen by
0: Ben Platt. By ben... Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, drama <laughs> Yeah, um, no, I mean, it's, I, did you like Boyhood?
1: I loved Boyhood. I really did. Oh, okay, of co- yeah, okay. you didn't like it. It has the word boy in the title. We, <laughs> we figured it out.
0: No, I think it's just, I mean, yeah, I think it's hard. <laughs> you you cast a young boy and hope he can do acting later on, and when it turns out he can't, you just yes. kind of roll with it. But Yeah. Um, so I guess it's good that he's chosen people who, who can act and can supposedly sing. I mean, Ben Platt obviously can. I just don't know about Beanie. But it'll be interesting. It feels a little pretentious, obviously, but that's what art is about, I guess. So I'll see it if it if it works out, I'm sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have <laughs> any more news or do you want to get into Love It or Hate It?
0: Uh, well, I just think we owe our listeners an update. Taylor Swift's album is number one again. It's her sixth number one. Of seven albums, pretty cool. She sold 867,000 albums in a single week, um, which is the most since Reputation, which had a debut of 1.2 million. But this is the first album where she's released on um, streaming platforms immediately. So still a really big number, still a huge record. So she didn't cross the 1 million mark again, but she's still doing the biggest um, album rollout. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm proud of her. So (laughs) congrats to Taylor.
1: It is interesting that she is still like clinging to this to this old school model of release, which has worked well Mm -hmm. for her in the past and which, you know, obviously worked well for her this time. But most people are not releasing albums or really even tracking like physical album sales anymore or trying to. You know get any kind of record with that Because streaming is such a big deal I mean last Mm -hmm. time when Reputation Came out one she had people Buying like dozens of copies Of these albums for the boost point so they could get tour tickets. And then also last time it wasn't on streaming. So this time it, it makes right. sense that it goes down. Like I bought a copy of it last time just because I wanted to listen to it so that I could <laughs> listen to Shelby's podcast. But this time, now that it's on Spotify, I was like, oh heck no am I buying a copy of this. Even with her weird, you know, altered journal entries.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um the ranking system has changed to sort of adapt to the streaming numbers. So I don't know exactly how they count, like streaming to an album sale, but there are those markers as far as Billboard like counts it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whoever's in charge of of counting these sales, I don't know the breakdown, but the point is she stays winning. So
1: yes, good for her.
0: Um, but uh, for the love it or hate it this week, uh, do you have anything?
1: Yes, I have quite possibly my nerdiest, dorkiest love it uh to oh, date. Wow. So. I'm bringing to you a news article for my love it, which is an oral history of a moment from Big Brother's 14th season <laughs> called Dan's Funeral. And in this season, it's like the biggest, most iconic moment in Big Brother history where this guy named Dan was like on his way out the door and then changed things up so that actually a rival got voted out instead of him and it was this huge crazy thing and I think it's been like 10 years maybe since this happened I think that's why this was released now but anyways this man Dalton Ross who works for Entertainment Weekly went back and did an oral history from all from the perspective of all (laughs) eight of the people who were left in the house and also like the Big Brother host and the producers just like going through this minute by Minute and it's like a twenty thousand word article. It's so long, and I read every single word of it and was like just eating up all of the goodness. So if you're a Big Brother stan and feel <laughs> like you could really use some long form journalism documenting a move from a decade ago, there is an article on Entertainment Weekly that you should definitely check out.
0: Oh my gosh! I hope my mom's listening because uh, she started watching Big Brother because of you. So.
1: Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> so uh, feel honored. I'm spreading the good word, the good news of <laughs> yeah. Big Brother.
0: Yeah, one more viewer. I'm proud of you. Happy for you. I'm glad mm-hmm. you got to revisit that moment. Yes. Um, I've been binge-watching a little show called Succession. Uh, oh, It's on yeah. HBO. The second season just came out, and it's, like, obviously up for awards and stuff, and so I watched it. I'm on, like... I finished the first season, so... Um, I really don't like it. I really hate it in a lot of ways, just as far as character and story and, I don't know, moral, morality and just, just human, human goodness. I just, oh, it's a hard show for me to watch, but I just keep watching it because I'm like, well, maybe, maybe someone like will show like worthiness. Someone will become good. Someone will learn a lesson and change their their horrible, demeaning ways, but it hasn't happened yet. I am um, just sort of like I'm curious about why it's such a big hit. Aside from like obviously being very well acted, very well directed, the music is great. Obviously, it's I can see why it is a well received um, show, but I just uh, there's just not a single good person featured which i think is the point but i'm also just like oh i just keep waiting for someone to be a little bit better just for someone to learn a lesson and also to just be a little bit better at their evil conniving ways cuz they keep just screwing things up and like i have a lot of thoughts about it but i also just like keep watching and i don't necessarily recommend it because i I don't like it but I know I'm supposed to because it's so well done and like wow look at this truthfulness to these rich horrible hags but it's just a lot it's like a lot of a lot.
1: Well, I read that it's sort of like the Game of Thrones intrigue, but um, but without any of the good people. And then also if everyone was sort of a little <laughs> yeah. bit stupider than they are in Game of Thrones.
0: Yes. Which yes.
1: I have not watched any of a succession. I am planning to watch it before our Emmys episode because I feel like it would really appeal to me. I love shows where everybody's bad and I love conniving. So I think that I'll really enjoy but it. another but, show
0: where everyone's bad?
1: Um... It's always sunny in Philadelphia,
0: but even then they're like so likable, and there's something like human about them, right? No, like
1: it's like no, Have you can kind of wa- get behind no. them. They are all terrible people, <laughs> like so horrible, and that's one of my favorite shows I of all time. Know. I don't know. I, I haven't watched Succession <laughs> yeah. yet. I will get. I will get back to you on whether or not I think it's a good show, but. Yeah, I think that <laughs> people watch it and like the kind of smarmy, Yo, intrigue, soapiness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and aren't necessarily there because they want to be morally inspired.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I don't need to be morally inspired. I guess I just wish there was someone to root for, but it's sort of like it it's just all bad. However, you cut it and like they're just a disease and I don't it's hard to watch. And just like, I don't care about any of them. I just think they're all awful. And I don't feel anything when they go through something. I don't hope for anything. Like I just, it's sort of like I wish like there was that tiny little good light that you have in Arrested Development where yeah, they're all awful. But you have like the main guy that you can kind of get behind and like pull for. Or even like Ozark, another Jason Bateman show, you kind of just like root for them even though they're doing bad things so i guess it's just not the show for me but i I, I watched it so i can't really say much else
1: i've also heard it described as just a family of taylor swifts all interacting with each other (laughs) so maybe if you think about it that way you'll like it more yeah
0: yeah i don't i don't see it um having met taylor swift i think i could have identified that easier but
1: you Met is a generous is term. It? Yes, you have <laughs> been in the same room with her, but it's not like you've seen her personal inner workings other than the fact that she offered <laughs> you a Coke or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a big moment. No, I mean, it's there. It's a well received show, so it'll stick around, I'm sure. It's, I guess, it's sort of like,
1: well, if you if you don't like Succession, you can always just watch Big Brother and then read this article. So yeah, you have options. Someone to
0: root for. <laughs>
1: yes. Lots of good yeah. people.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. I'll keep that in mind.
1: But yeah, I think that's everything for this episode. Since this is a week of drought as far as pop culture, we are discussing the VMAs and music videos, which technically happened last week, but we haven't really gotten into <laughs> because of all the Taylor swift Nish drama that has been taking place. So that's what we'll be covering on Thursday. So get hyped for us to talk about music videos. And you can also follow us on social media. We're at PSU Wrong, or you can leave us a review, which would be fantastic. And otherwise we will see you on Thursday. Bye, guys.